This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The following podcast is rated R for zombie pus, amputations, machine guns put on set amputations, and Bruce Willis. Because today we are covering Grindhouse's Planet Terror. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasures. Yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we well, are new. Now it got a little creepy. When, when I started talking that way, it sounded more like, all right, coming to the stage, candy. But candy, <laughs> candy's coming to the stage. <laughs> Not to just derail right off the top, but I remember my bachelor party year, any strip club we went into was like, all right, coming to the stage, candy. Every single, it's like they all go to DJ, strip club DJ school. Right, and, and then they smoke like this. every cigarette <laughs> yes. ever. Hey. Yeah. Anyways, now that we started off with that hey welcome to guilty movie pleasures i'm your host ben begley and with me this week is a special guest one of my good friends out here a super funny guy dave kane hey that's me where can they find you dave they can find me you mean yeah. you need me not, social ge- not geographically geographically <laughs> yes, right so, now i'm in yeah, here don't give them your social security your blood type <laughs> okay. your address One, just your, your handle two. actually a positive mm. i've got a plus blood i don't know what mine is i oh, should know you should i should know this. you have a daughter I, I should probably know this. you should find that out uh, i know my wife has the blood type that makes mosquitoes want to bite her more whatever that means mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i feel like my voice is dipping into You're this dipping into the, and i saw a star yeah. is born today so i want to I want to just talk like, hey, I just want to look at you again. I just want, I want to go into like the badass Bradley Cooper Southern. Anyways, so Dave, where can they find you? Well, they can find me at, uh, you mean my social yes, stuff? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The uh, uh, at best Dave Kane. I just wanted to hear your Twitter handle. <laughs> what made you come I to this? I made it so complicated to just say my no, Twitter handle. No, no, yeah. I don't think it's that complicated at all because mine is the Ben Begley and sometimes when I say that people are like, Z Ben Begley? I'm like, I'm like no, why the. And they're like, oh, why don't you just say the? I'm like, because whenever I say the, then people don't understand what I'm saying. So it's, it's well, your yeah. best Dave came to me, too. Uh, Little known fact, uh, well, to our listeners, but not to Dave and I. Dave and I go way back. We've been friends hey. for, oh, my God, it's been over 10 years now. Because we met when, uh, we may have already said this on the show last time you were here. Yeah. yeah but it's yeah. been a minute. But, hey, just to recap, this is the previously on Ben and Dave's friendship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dave and I met at Cafe Muse this that doesn't even exist anymore, I don't think. No. And it was this coffee shop comedy show where uh, it was an open mic night, and it was the worst. The woman running at Crystal's amazing. But doing open mics, if, you, if you're a comedian, you know this. Uh, and for those who aren't, maybe you've been to one because you were writing on your laptop and didn't realize it was an open mic night, which happened all the time. You're basically doing comedy to a bunch of comedians who are busy going over their own sets or quietly judging you or, like I said, somebody in the corner trying to write their screenplay super annoyed that you're in their coffee shop. Um, And I hosted it weekly. And I knew if I got a (laughs) chuckle out of a laugh that that would kill in a comedy club. And you came in. Dave rolled in with, like, 20 friends. I'm a bringer. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, we actually have an audience? And I don't think I had really prepared for that night because <laughs> I'm so used to just hosting to six comedians and a guy on his laptop. And uh, it went awesome, though. You you killed it. That was your first time you ever did stand-up, That too, was the right? first time I ever did stand-up. And yeah. you chose a great venue to debut. I just, I just uh, yeah. But I met you. There we go. And we were best pals ever and since. You, we've been, and Dave... Uh, Helped direct a few episodes of a web series my wife wrote called mm-hmm. Cluedless. You can still find it on cluedless.com. I'll just tweet it out. It's easier. And uh, you also directed a bunch of our live sketch shows. We used to do a uh, yeah. sketch show called Dingus Con. Mm-hmm. And now what do you got going on now? I hear you, uh, I, uh, you got a new show. I got a new show. I was a... Pimp it out! So uh, if you have children between uh, 6 and 11, yeah. uh, they might like this show called uh, Junk Drawer Magic. Junk Drawer Magic. Yeah, or like Junk it. Drawer Magical Adventure. Okay. This is really, that's a short, but I like yeah, it. that's I a like cool it. name. It's on Universal Kids. 
Is that on uh, online or where is it at? It's a cable network, but awesome. you can find it online too. Awesome. It's like uh, you know DreamWorks stuff, yeah, and yeah, yeah, all that stuff. So, uh, but uh, it's spooky. It's horror for uh, nice. for that age group. It's magic, Give wacky adventures. Pitch. It's a uh, you know two kid magicians who just get into trouble everywhere they go, and then you know there's a lot of magic and library cults and. Uh, and an evil skeleton doctor. Rad. You know, great stuff. Yeah. Is this something you create? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good on you. No, I didn't create okay. it, but I wrote every episode with a bunch of other people. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, so it's gonna be fun. It's uh, did it premiere? It premiered it? on Sunday. Okay, and it's every Sunday at four. Okay, uh, on Universal Kids. It's a fantastic show. Junk drawer, magical adventures. adventures. Junk it's drawer, mouthful. magical adventures. And I, I, I didn't get a link yet. I think we forgot. We, mm. we had texted each other like, "Oh yeah, we'll get the link." And then the day stuck up on us because I wanted to be that informed host and be like, "I loved what you did with it." Right. And instead, I'm like, "It sounds sweet." <laughs> but no, it's, you, you've been so you've been doing a ton of stuff like this where. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had something on Sprout ne- Network as well, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And that uh, didn't end up going. Oh, just kidding. Didn't mean to bring but, that up. But hey, but basically, yeah. this guy is is low key writing all the time, all and the time. and you're gonna know his name very soon, and you're gonna be like, you know what? He's damn right. He is best Dave Kane. So there are a lot of other <laughs> Dave Kanes out there. <laughs> you had to delineate. But this one is the that best. one's the best. I mean, there's a juggler for Jesus, Dave Kane. <laughs> There is a. Uh, what does that mean? I, does he go to church functions? He goes to and church juggle? and he juggles. Is his uh, and then there's title a, actually a juggler for Jesus? Yeah, yep, I've met him. There's a Dave Kane racing. Uh, Push my mic a little forward. I did the thing that you told Dave. Oh, I knew oh, it. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I do that all the time during the show. Steve's trying to be like sneaky and like not disrupt the show, and I read it out loud like a dummy. Like, oh, this is what you're saying. Okay. Anyways, moving on. But uh, yeah. yeah. So what were, we, what were we talking about before I had to push my mic forward? Oh, I think we were talking about all the other Dave Canes. Yeah. I was doing a really good jugglers job of pimping Jesus. their yeah. stuff. Yeah. Hey, follow exactly. at Jugglers for Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> nothing like that. So, uh, Jesse couldn't be here this week. Yep. He has a UCB 301 sketch show today, so he's teching for that. Oh, so, very um, nice, very nice. He's very stoked about that. He's he's killing it in the uh, improv world right now. And instead, I brought my buddy Dave on, and we're talking Planet Terror. So without further yeah. ado, let's get into this. Because, uh, Dave, I don't even... It's been a while. I'm trying to think of the last movie we did when you were on here. It was uh, It was actually probably exactly one year ago. It was a Halloween movie. It was a it? Halloween... It was uh, Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Evil Dead 2. So let's yeah. see if you remember yeah. the format. But uh, Oh, oh. Basically, uh, I'll just say what I thought about it when I first saw it versus now, and then you can tell me what you thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a huge Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino fan, and they've teamed up a couple times before, you know, like with From Dust Till Dawn and stuff like right. that. And so I remember when this was announced, I was super stoked for another team up. And I love the grindhouse genre, especially yeah. when it's done on a budget like this. <laughs> and... Uh, to me, Planet Terror is kind of like perfect Robert Rodriguez because it combines all of his knack for really fun, inventive action with completely insane ideas. I still, I, I think Desperado is still maybe my favorite actual action film mm-hmm. of his, but this mm-hmm. to me is just such a fun movie. Oh, yeah. It's so ridiculous. I remember seeing it in theaters back to back. It was at this old dumpy theater off of Fairfax that's now closed. But it was like an old school grindhousey theater and seeing this with like bad projection. Maybe it wasn't because it's actually shot intentionally with or all the effects are added in yeah, later. I think I only ever saw this in theaters until uh, yeah. I rewatched it recently and, 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 so much of that is still going on yeah. that I thought was... Uh, you just yeah. thought, you thought the projector was I bad? I thought the projector hey was guys, bad. Hey, guys, could somebody fix this thing? I think I saw it at the Vista originally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they don't have a bad projector. Well, they have a great projector. Because well, back in the day, though, I remember when we used to watch films, if you didn't go, and it was being projected on film, if you didn't go within the first couple weeks, it was a real crapshoot for quality after <laughs> that. Because you had, like, teenagers running these projection booths in Akron, Ohio, where I grew up, and it would just be, like, lines down the middle of it, you know. 
I remember that it would burn out. They'd freak out, put the wrong reel on, and suddenly it would be Act Three. It'd be like the final battle or whatever, and we'd all be like, "Turn it off! Turn it <laughs> off!" Oh man, you kids don't realize how easy you got it nowadays. Now with the digitals, with your digitals, which does still mess up all the time too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I hadn't seen it since theaters. I don't think I ever rewatched it for whatever reason, and I had a blast. It's ridiculous, and the thing I love most is that. I love Machete, uh, with oh, yeah. the, the actual feature that he did after this, now, and the spoof trailer. But I think that this one, you could tell he had more of a budget. He had more... I, I love the practical effects of things. I like the practical... Everything... The, the, the squibs, squibs the squib are work insane. In this, the squib work in this, this might be the greatest yeah. of any movie I've greatest, ever seen. Yeah, easily. It's, easily greatest squib so work. so much squibs. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what squibs are, they're the actual practical blood that gushes out of people when they get shot or explode. The best squib moment ever, I'll just fast forward, is when they're driving the truck and they just keep hitting... That's not even oh, squibs, it's just bodies yeah. full of blood. Just those fake but, bodies. Yeah, they just keep slamming into fake bodies that just explode with blood. And... <laughs> There's something tangible. I was talking about it when uh, uh, I was at Shriekfest this weekend with our short. Um, how with horror films and with action films in general, when there's something tangible, tangible about uh, having actual blood come out, and, and right, whenever right. you see the CGI blood, it just disappears into the ether, and it looks stupid. Right, right. Just it's, I, I understand cleanup. It's easier to go all right, reset, and not have to clean up all the blood. But it it makes it cooler. Our eyes just know. Yeah, yeah. Like we everything in cg we are like that's great for cg yeah but uh you always know when it's not you always know you always know and it doesn't matter how bad it looks in the real world now that everybody is moving towards cg all the time it doesn't matter how bad it looks if you do it practical yeah it looks better yeah because you did it practical yeah yeah the zombie effects i mean i'm sure there i'm sure there was maybe a couple cgi effects to the zombies or enhancements Mm -hmm. but everything looked practical yeah like when bruce willis turns around and it goes like full elephant man times 10 (laughs) and it looked practical to me so that i'm not against cgi i watch marvel movies constantly do you think uh, that was actually bruce willis no no absolutely like a different guy there is no way bruce willis stuck around was like yeah put me in eight hours of makeup Mm -hmm. yeah right he's the guy who wouldn't come do Expendables 2 unless he got like or Expendables 3 unless he got a million a day or something. Mm-hmm. This uh, is a, a, a less phoned in. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that before Yeah, we were show. talking about that. Uh, I love Bruce Willis, but he started to just kind of go, doot, 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 doot. I'd like to dial in a performance, please, until he gets somebody like M. Night Shyamalan, which I think he's going to be great in Glass. Because mm-hmm. when yeah. he works with what you can tell when he's t- cashing a paycheck and when he's excited for something. Anyways, yeah, we yeah. got 40 minutes to cover an awesome movie. Right, Dave, right, what did right. you think about it when, when you first saw it versus now? And then we'll get into the plot under three minutes. So, like, the great thing about Planet Terror is uh, in the context of the Grindhouse, uh, the, the two Grindhouse movies and everything, that is the march mm-hmm. of the thing. Like, um, Death Proof is like the overture, mm-hmm. and that's the march. That really sets you up and punches you in the face. It's like, this is a grindhouse movie. This is all the things that you want, back to back to yeah. back to back to back. Everything it's just in. It's just uh, giving you every single thing that you want. Um, and it's just fun all the time, all the time. Uh, the thing with like Robert Rodriguez movies in general is that everybody seems like they're having a great time. And then they've got cool actors and then some dude in the same scene yeah. with the cool actors. And you're like, I don't know who... It's like, it's probably they met the guy at the uh, at the hardware store in Austin. And they, it was like, he wanted to be in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So we made him the doctor. Like the strip club bouncer guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's a doctor in a scene with uh, with Thanos now. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. <laughs> it is funny how that happens. How you ha- and you can tell that these actors that these have to be fun sets to work on, or else they wouldn't get like such an insane cast in mm-hmm. all of his movies. And you know, even Sin City, the Sin City movies are really awesome. Everything Robert Rodriguez has done, even the Spy Kids movies, are fun for what mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, and I think that uh, he always has a do-it-yourself, um, handmade feeling to right, his movies. Right. So. There's never I've never seen a Robert Rodriguez movie where I've been like, well, that was terrible. I've always mm-hmm. been like, this is super fun. And you that's what he sets out to do. And that's what the yeah. point is. That's the point of movies. That's yeah. the point of making movies is yeah. to have fun. And, and the audience sees that. Like, uh, um, 
Funhouse Massacre. Yeah. You guys are having so much fun blast. in Funhouse Massacre. And when you see it, you can tell. And you're like, oh. And here's the $5 so for yes. pimping out Funhouse Massacre <laughs> at LA Comic Con, October 27th at 1 p.m. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, that's the thing. It, the only way Robert Rodriguez could ever disappoint me, which he hasn't, is if I went into a movie and I was bored. Right. You know, he, his movies are not boring at all, and they're a blast. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite filmmakers just because you know what you're getting into, and there is still an there's still a craftsmanship, there's still an artistry to his even most ridiculous movies like this. There's still an art to it. It's shot well. It's even the script is fun and and has as winky as it is, it still has some really clever stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out in there and say it. He's one of my favorites. Uh, and uh, this movie's awesome. Let's yeah, do the so plot in under three minutes. Are we ready in the booth, Steve? Uh, yes, sir. Here we go. <laughs> okay, here goes. In about three, two, one, go. <sighs> okay, so we start off with Cherry Baby. She's the greatest uh, opening title sequence yes, ever yes, of yes. all time. She's, she's doing a go-go dance. Every movie she goes, should start that way. She goes. <laughs> Goes backstage, she's crying, or she cries on stage. The bouncer or the the owner comes up and goes, "It's it's go go, not cry cry." <laughs> and then we're introduced to Avi, the guy from Lost, and Bruce mm-hmm. Willis and these soldiers. And he's like, "I want he's your balls." Totally into balls. Yeah. He's really into balls, but he exactly. doesn't like touching them. There's something with a lot of uh, gas, gas and things. Where's and he's got the, the mask? Yeah. Yep. And then he shoots it, and then the green gas goes off, and then everybody's uh, walks into up. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to uh, oh god, <laughs> oh no, uh, Fergie's there. Her cars broke down right. at a barbecue joint. Uh, I and Josh Brolin shows up with his wife, and yep. she's texting somebody and her son. Uh, and, and they're uh, they're going to work. Yeah, uh, they're waiting for the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh and, man. And then, oh god. And there's all kinds of weirdness. <laughs> and then um, and then um, oh, Fergie gets killed first. Uh, uh, she gets she gets murdered. And then El Ray and El Ray picks up Cherry. Yep. At the then, barbecue. Yep. With Jeff Fahey. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. Oh, oh we're, we're good, go. we're good, yeah, we're good. Okay. And then uh, El Ray swerves because he thinks that there was roadkill, but it's actually Fergie being yep. dragged off, and they don't exactly. know. Uh, uh, then chair, they get attacked. Oh, they swerve and crash. Right. They get attacked. Her leg gets bit off. Right. Because it just gets pulled off. Pulled off. Like, it, it's very clean. <laughs> and then, and then so, so she gets... Here, help me out here. Where yes. are we at? Where oh, are we God. at? Uh, I don't remember what happens. I think we go to the hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then we have the whole thing with uh, the guy, the, like, fisherman yeah. who got his arm bit, and then she stabs him uh, three times yeah and then uh uh doc block and her they are having a like a lover lover spat and yeah and he, he stabs her hands yeah. with the numbing and right, so her hands right. the rest of the movie are like so good scarecrow. when she has to get into yeah. that uh she gets um, into the oh, car God. she drives away oh savini uh, tom savini and the cops are being attacked now with el ray has been taken into custody right, with them exactly exactly tom savini gets his uh, his finger bit off mm-hmm. and then he punches the dude with bullets jerry uh, is in the hospital yep. at this point oh okay. she gets a peg leg they uh, uh, uh they all uh leave the hospital everybody goes to the barbecue place yeah because uh, they have a sex scene and then they it's have a real missing everybody's reel. there mm-hmm. uh and and the barbecue is under attack they they oh, jesus um barbecue's uh, is given guns he blasts a whole bunch of things they get on the world's tiniest motorcycle <laughs> they uh they end up with Bruce Willis. They back go to the, uh, the, bio the army base. Yeah, DC two. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Lots of fighting. Lots of fighting. Abby shows up again. Wants more balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Ray gives her gets the machine his head gun. Blown off. Yeah, gets his yes. head blown. Any more bioengineers? She gets a machine gun attached to her leg. She starts whooping ass. El Ray gets killed. Uh, and she goes off. Uh, they they all well, escape in a helicopter. Is, is like the savior of everybody, and they go to uh, uh, some to Mexico with the, the sea Mayan behind temple. them. Yes, yeah, yeah. And 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 she's there with her son because El Rey never misses. Yeah, he put a baby in her. <laughs> and uh, oh, and Josh Brolin was there, and then Two he, he got killed. The world. He got killed by the dad, and and everything's happy. Two against the world. It's so hard to remember everything because it's all just like... There's so many things going there's on. There's so much. We forgot about the dad and the son killing himself and all that stuff. Oh, my. It's so good. Such a so weird moment. Like, I, I laughed and felt awful as a parent laughing at that moment. Oh, but it's like, it's like there was a scene yeah. where he fought the zombies or something, uh, but then they were like, back up for time. Had the kid shoot himself yeah. in the face. Because yeah. it was like, I, I feel like dirt, what happened there was, A, it was probably in the script already, mm-hmm. or B, it was like, well, the kid it's really expensive, and we're shooting night shoots. Poof, easier. Um, anyway, so the kid wasn't very good either. The kid's <laughs> like a weak link going on there. He might have been a kid little, they just found at a Tony from The Shining. Was not doing. <laughs> he, well. might have, he might have. He uh, might have just been a kid they found at a diner, like you said. And we're like, hey, mm-hmm. you want to be in a scene with Jeff Fahey and everybody else? <laughs> 
He was like, acting, yay! God, talk about uh, greatest hits of Robert Rodriguez's actors, too. The sheriff in this was the sheriff in From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Which I'll never forget when he gets blasted in the head by Tarantino and in From Dust Till Dawn, and he's on the ground and his jaw is still going, I, 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 I remember <laughs> as a kid being so disturbed by that violence. I mean, you got Jeff Fahey in it, who's been in every one of all of their movies. He's, he's fantastic. He's so good. He's yeah. got... Piercing blue eyes. Yeah. His yeah. blue eyes just stare through the TV to your soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go and say, I, JT's barbecue, that's the secret to his barbecue, is his soul. It was weird. I was going to pick up uh, or uh, talk about the piercing blue eyes, but you beat me to the See? punch. They're yeah. so piercing. Yeah. And that's not color correction. That's just Jeff freaking Fahey. By the way, we're trying not to say F bombs here to oh, okay. broaden our audience. Did I say, no, I you didn't. I just okay. said, that's why I was explaining why I said Jeff freaking Fahey. Smart, smart. Uh, <laughs> broaden our audience from 12 to 15. <laughs> Let's play Clip number one this is this is just the music before the trailers and i love it and they do this at the vista and i love it so much get some popcorn it's so good at the vista they do this still Mm -hmm. at the beginning of i don't know if this was something that was made specifically for this or if it was the original theme that coming attractions had i like how any i don't know if this is every movie place but uh they definitely do this at the vista there's that one and then there's one that was made in the 60s. It's like, let's all go to the movies. And then there's one that's made in the 70s that's like, no talking, throw away your garbage. And then there's one that's made in, like, the 90s that's turn off your cell phone. Yeah. They never, like, update and just do all new ones. They just, whenever they get it, they're like, It's the best. Good enough. I would rather have that than where whenever I go to AMC and they make me think that Coca-Cola is God's gift to everything. And it's like, taste amazingness. And it's like you're in IMAX and it's like the Mm -hmm. bubbles off the Coke. And they're like, you've never had a soda like this. Sugar syrupy water. Amazing. It's like... Yeah, I remember I was a, sitting next to um, a buddy of mine who doesn't go to AMC's that often, and he started laughing and turned to me and was like, is this always here? I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, AMC acts like they discovered Coca-Cola. <laughs> All this weird. stupid trivia stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yes, when... Spielberg was directing Schindler's List. He drank Coca-Cola all the time. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and trailers are so long for movies now. We When we saw Star is Born today, it's a two-hour and 16-minute movie, and then you put 25 minutes of the trailers before then, you're like, oh, uh, no. It's too much. We don't even show up for trailers anymore. We, we skip them usually, because can't do it anyways that's a anyway. random tangent <laughs> but um yeah i wrote jesus this opening is sexy af yeah Rose mccowan is super sexy in this mm-hmm. movie and mm-hmm. a badass mm-hmm. and really good like you forget how because a lot of it is more now she's just more outspoken on twitter and more just kind of uh, um you don't see her in movies as right. much as more of an activist uh and she's really great in this yeah, movie she's fantastic she's so good mm-hmm. and i wish she was in more stuff and yeah this opening i was just like Oh, my God. It reminded me of uh, Jumbo's Clown Room out here in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. And it's a go-go bar. That's the thing that this movie... So go to the Vista. Vista. Go to Jumbo's, go to Clown, Jumbo's Clown Room. room. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. We're giving you a tour of, uh, you know... tour the, of Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Uh, so, yeah, everything about her look and everything that she does in the movie, you're like, I want to see this movie. Like, yeah. Every time you see any of the... Pictures the the uh, the cover with her yeah right there with the machine Everything, gun you're, like. you're like yep that's a movie I want to see right yeah and yeah. she's super badass and uh, Robert Rodriguez also has a good way in all of his films of making things sexy without um, being too exploitative yeah. like even the yeah. sex scenes are shot in a way that aren't like for, uh, Desperado has a super hot sex scene between Salma Hayek and Antonio Banderas but it's very tastefully done or Salma Hayek in from Dust Till Dawn right. With just the snake and in the bikini, he he. Did. I would say the uh, the same thing about the violence too. Yeah, there's always a little bit of a tongue in cheek. There's always like yeah. a sensibility going yeah. on. So you're never. It's never like oh, but that scene. Oh, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because uh, all of even even when it gets incredibly graphic in this movie, or even when the, the little kid shoots himself, like there's. The, there's still right. It's a tasteful kid shoots himself <laughs> in the face. I don't know how that even. <laughs> no, it, it, but it somehow is. I don't, it is. Like I honestly you watch the movie and it totally is. Or like I don't know a, how it you works. Know, the Tarantino scene is actually you get really nervous yeah. that you're going to see this awful yeah. weird scene. It gets real. It gets real. Brett and, Kavanaugh, you real quick. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but then I just liked your reaction. That it was worth it. Good. Uh, but then it takes a, a good horror turn. Yeah. 
and you're like, oh no, for let's, a new reason. Let's get into these oh no moments. Yes. So, um, let's start off with Avi, uh, the guy from Lost, I can't remember his <laughs> name. Uh, clip number two. I also want your balls. <laughs> You know, he it's, is obsessed. It's interesting um, because the Chuck E. Cheese's was closing down back home that I used to work at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like a going out of business sale where they were selling all their arcade machines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I'll go down and get like a skee-ball machine or something. This is yeah. before I moved out yeah. here. So I was thinking like for college or whatever. And I got there, and there was just one dude that had bought up everything, and the only thing left was the ball pit. And I was like, "Well, maybe I could do the ball pit when I'm when I'm in college or something." And I go to get it, and he looks at the manager, and he says, "I also want your balls." And I'm like, "Well, damn it! You just bought everything, dude. The going out of business sale just started." I'd like to give myself credit for not doing a testicle joke there, yeah, (laughs) since it would be way too on the nose. It's uh, yeah. Because what he's doing is he has the world's he has a Rambo knife with like a bottle opener and he's chopping off dude's testicles and putting them in a jar for no reason. And he's a biochemical engineer, by the way. I don't know how many biochemical engineers you've met. I haven't met many. Oh yeah, at actually, all. But I, I used to live with a biochemical engineer. Did he collect balls? Just collected testicles <laughs> all the time. It's a, they minor yeah. in collecting testicles. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But it's you know what you're getting into immediately when mm-hmm. this movie starts. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be over the top, violent, and there's going to be lots of severed testicles. But the best is when the the shit hits the fan and the <laughs> the testicle jar smashes. Yeah. And he gets it in he his gets mouth and stuff, and he's it. like, yeah. <laughs> and he's grossed out at first, but then when he escapes, he he's gather- got a cab, grab a couple of them. <laughs> he gathers up like his, mm-hmm. ah, this one's this, one's this yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite. His yeah. top five balls. Old squishy. <laughs> this is this is Hangy, this is Lucy, and that's squishy. <laughs> Anyways, 20 minutes of ball jokes. Can we? This is when Bruce Willis shows up, and he really wants... What he's looking for, and he makes sure to pause for extra uh, dramatic effect. Can we play clip number three? So, I'll ask you one more time. Where's the (laughs) shit? I feel like it's a really easy going to uh, do it yourself, and they don't have the fertilizer you're looking for. Anyways, now you I was, get the joke. And you kind of me like, I'm going to ask you one more time, DIY worker, where's the shit? <laughs> Sorry. Instead of playing the whole sound clip again. That's the first joke that came to mind for me. Uh, you know what? Yeah. When, when I'm uh, reading Where's Waldo book uh-huh. and, I, uh, and I can't find him, I'm always like, so I'll ask you one more time. Where's the shit? Meanwhile, his face is bubbling, which later on we'll find out is that, and it's kind of a really messed up story that, like, let's just skip ahead to Bruce Willis's endgame. Mm-hmm. He was the man who killed Bin Laden, but he wasn't supposed to be there. Right. So right. the army infects him with DC-2, I think it's called. DC, Yeah, DC-2. It's a bioweapon. Mm-hmm. And now he consistently has to be exposed to it until they can find a cure and, or he'll turn into a bubbling herpes zombie this, monster uh, makes perfect sense yeah i you know the guy kills bin laden and then uh I, so they they a raw him, deal. yeah yeah just to cover it up that's kind of what they hint at it seems like they should have just shot him <laughs> If they want to cover it up. Instead, instead of this horrific virus that right, can spread right. to everybody. Yeah. There's and, no connection between, like, why they used that. No. Why that was the way I th- they I think they were. I think dispose. maybe it was that they were experimenting with the DC-2, mm-hmm. and so they used these soldiers that did a good thing for the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but they needed to cover up said good thing. You know, uh, this is the first time that I've seen the movie since they actually killed Bin Laden. Yeah. Uh, so now it's like, uh, I don't know, it takes on a different... Yeah, uh, it does. Yeah. Because this yeah. is pre uh Because this Team makes Six. you think, wait, did Seal Team 6 not kill Bin did Laden? Bruce Willis. Did Bruce Willis? Did he already do it? <laughs> did he already do it? And now it? there's this whole theater. Oh, God, now it just, it just messes up when I watch yeah. Zero Dark Thirty next time. Meanwhile. I'm going to think it's the sequel to this. Or the or the cover-up, the fake now news Now this is story. a conspiracy theory podcast. 
I'm Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm Alex Jones. You know what I'm going to tell you? I'm going to tell you that um, Bruce Willis killed Bin do know, Laden. Do you know Alex Jones is, like, obsessed with the prequels, the Star Wars prequels? No. And, like, he knows a lot. Look that up sometime. It's ridiculous. That's the only Alex Jones rabbit hole you should ever go down. That is the only Alex Jones rabbit hole. Obsessed with the prequels. Also, the problem with that is then your YouTube will send you down other <laughs> things. Yeah, and, open and up a like, private window or something. Yeah, exactly. Go to an internet cafe. Although then you'll look like an even bigger weirdo because <laughs> you're in an internet cafe. <laughs> Where are those real? Anyway, so let's. One we got viewer. Oh god, we have so much Sorry. awesomeness to cover. <laughs> we got so much awesomeness. We'll skip ahead a little to uh, the dysfunctional relationship between Josh Brolin and his wife. Uh, who his wife has been cheating on him with Fergie, with Fergie. which who I wouldn't. Who, why would you be mad about that? But anyways, <laughs> he's really not stoked about it. And um, he also has this awesome tick of putting in a thermometer. Oh, yeah. To make sure I love the thermometer. Such a, yeah. And he's like, uh, you're going to get too intense one of these times and you're going to bite it and break it. And he's like, well, then I'll know that my heart or something. And then he, ah, I wish I'd yeah. pulled that clip. Because yeah. it's a really good one, and now I just jumbled like, it. Then I'll know I'm not calm. <laughs> yeah, that's and then he like flips it open and goes, and yeah. it's because Fergie's there dead. And there's some really great practical Greg Nicotero graphic violent moments in the hospital with like the dude that comes in with the bite, and that, uh, uh, when he's looking at his tongue. Oh, He's man. looking at the guy's tongue, and he pops part of it, and it goos on his uh, on his glasses. I gagged in my, on my couch. Great, though, too, like, when they're like, <laughs> when they're like, well, we got a no brainer here because <laughs> she's got no brain. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot to pull that, but that was one of my favorites. It's so good because it looks really like it's a great cast of Fergie's face that they made, yeah. and they turn around and full on no no brain, no, nothing in there, no brain nothing in there. That's so one good. of those uh, like jackass moments where I'm like, it like watching it by myself, I still laugh out oh, loud yeah. about that. There's so many of those in this Absolutely. Movie. Yeah. yeah. I never miss. Yeah. I laughed out loud. There's so exactly. much of this movie that, that works with a crowd or by yourself. Um, and then Michael, so then Josh Brolin goes in and the guy is, oh, this is, no, sorry, before that, Josh Brolin stabs the shit out of her hands with it because she has these awesome. Right. Uh, I love. Uh, anesthe- she's the anesthesiologist, I guess, and she's like, mm-hmm. "This yellow one's gonna make you feel this, and this one's gonna." She has this awesome routine she does. I hate needles. Oof. Like I really don't like. So when he's like jamming away at <laughs> her hands, no. But I do in that scene. Uh, uh, I like the framing mm-hmm. on that scene because they do a lot. Like they're they're both doing a lot of weird stuff with their hands. Yeah. Like, she she goes like this yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And then he holds the phones up like this. <laughs> yeah. Just so that in the reverse you could get whoop like that. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and and so then the rest of the movie, uh, she has to run around until the very end with I mean, limp hands. Like, you see that scene with the where, yeah. where somebody's got the keys and, and got to get in the car. So many times, yep. and this is one of the most original ones <laughs> of all time. Oh God, when she yeah. has her hand in the door and she trips and oh. then cracks her hand further, you're like, "Oh, <laughs> that's one of the worst." And it's oh. also like it to me. It felt like an homage to the. I don't know if this was was this pre Kill. No, this was after Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. It it felt kind of like a nod to Kill Bill a little bit when she's moving her big toe. In, in the hospital when she's, oh, you know, oh, maybe yeah, that was like that. just kind of a fun grindhousey yeah. nod to Kill Bill because they kind of give each other nods back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but Michael Bean, a.k.a. Uh, Kyle Reese, yeah. is in this. Michael Bean needs to be in Why is he stuff. not in everything? Why is he not in everything? He's so awesome. He's so good all the time when he's in something. Yes. Yeah. He's great, and he's got this like... Do you know anything? Is he hard to work with or anything? I don't know. Let's like, look it up. Yeah. Because he seems rad, and mm-hmm. he's always good. It's always and good. He's, he's got so intense. he's got a chip on his shoulder with Ray, and there's like something about Ray where he's not he's on parole. He's not allowed to have guns and all this stuff because he destroys things. And then when he gets the guns later, he's a devil. With and let's just play that clip since yeah. I already skipped ahead to it. Which one is it? That's uh, uh number five. Because <laughs> he's just going. <laughs> one more time, please. That boy's got the devil. You know what? Actually, since I've known you such a long yeah, time, yeah. I remember you telling me a story about when you were a kid and uh, you accidentally uh, sat on a uh, Hellboy toy. Yeah. And then the doctor told your mom. <laughs> 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 
embarrassing. It was, it was embarrassing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't recommend playing with your action figures when you first get out of the bathtub as no, a kid. You, no, know? you slip and then you yeah. slip and get a Hellboy toy <laughs> up the ass. <laughs> I think part of his hand is still up there. (laughs) The big hand. The big hand. Mm -hmm. So we got to do a little bit more on Brolin because he kind of drops it. The only complaint I have about this movie is I wanted more Brolin. But Mm. there's so much awesomeness. It's fine. I also like how how bad his facial hair is. And that's not fake facial hair. That's his real facial hair. There's also... It's a super scraggly weird goatee thing going on. This movie's uh, ten years old, uh-huh. now? eleven, yeah, eleven years old, and uh, and facial hair has changed <laughs> in that amount of time. We we liked our goatees, or oh, did I, we? I rocked a goatee throughout all of college, and I thought I looked rad. Oh, okay, yeah. And Renee looks at him and goes, "What were you thinking?" And my mom still goes, "When are you gonna grow that goatee back?" It was so handsome. Really, your yeah. mom liked the goatee. She liked the goatee. I had, it's I a had generational a thing. In college, and uh, and then a caricature artist uh, drew a picture of me and my chin. Looked uh, like a ball sack, <laughs> and so I immediately shaved it and never, ever again. Were you dating somebody at the time? Because I, I wonder if they were like, draw his chin like a ball sack so he shaves this stupid goatee. You're absolutely right. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Chrissy. That's exactly, she ruined your goatee. So Brolin, that awesome scene before we leave the hospital, and the, the wife jumps out the window and yeah. survives and gets and breaks her hand in the car door. Brolin sees a just a uh, curtain smeared with blood, and the guy who came in, Nicky mm-hmm. Katz, I think is the guy's name, who's in a ton of his uh, Robert Rodriguez's stuff too. Yeah, he's one of those guys that you he's, go, oh, that, that guy. Like, yeah, I like that guy. Why isn't he in more stuff? Mm-hmm. That's like every Tarantino and Rod- Rodriguez movie. You're like, why isn't this guy in more oh, stuff? Um, he's his arm is cut off, and he's killed the other doctor, and the body mm-hmm. parts are everywhere. And then he comes at Josh Brolin with his buzzsaw, but it unplugs right before, and it splits his glasses. Splits I love that detail. So good. And then another disgusting moment where instead oh. of just killing him or plugging it in, he pops a, a lesion on his face and smears it on Josh Brolin's Ooh. face, and he's just left there going. Ugh, uh. And then we find out he's been infected later on. That's another oh, point so where gross. there's that, uh, that like, blocking, Ugh. like, uh, grindhouse blocking, where Josh Brolin just yeah. is up against the wall going, uh, it's uh, so good. as things drip into his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. Uh, then they're at the police station. Savini's finger gets chopped off. They all try and leave. Tom Savini, who's a very famous makeup artist, who's also Sex Machine and From Dust Till Dawn mm-hmm. with the crotch rocket yeah. gun. He has a great moment where he goes up to one of the, I guess we'll call them zombies, DC2 infected. Zombies is better. Mm-hmm. He, I love when he punches his bullets through him. He's like, yeah. and he like shoves the bullets through its head and through the body. It's he so does it awesome. so naturally that I'm like, I feel like I've seen somebody do this before, but yeah. I've never no, seen anybody clo- pun- gun punch someone. The closest would be Antonio Banderas in Desperado when he's like, it looks like he's flinging them out of the right, barrel. When right, he's right. like running down the bar going, and I have very limited experience with firing ranges and stuff like that. But I have terrible aim as it is without going, hit that! Hit it! Go, bullet! Go! Go! You get that target. It's like that movie Wanted. Yeah. Where they were yeah. curving we the bullets. We covered that on here. I love that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe this is all just uh, Wanted stole from these two movies. done, uh, what is it, Daywatch? No. Yeah. Nightwatch and Daywatch Nightwatch. are rad. Do that. Daywatch makes no sense though, unless you know, <laughs> unless you're steeped in Rus- Russian mythology, uh, which uh, I am not. Um, so then, I, I, oh, you are I good, am, good, yeah, perfect. We'll bring you I've been to that. Russia. Yeah, we'll Never bring mind. You we'll that. go back to Planet Terror. So, uh, <laughs> so then, there's an awesome sequence where they won't give El Rey a gun, so he has these two butterfly knives, mm-hmm. and he goes to the hospital, wrecking, just wrecking these zombies in a really cool sequence. There's also. A thing with I feel like Rodriguez when he shoots his action scenes, you can actually see what's happening. Yeah, he lets them live in wide shots. He doesn't cut, 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 and you get to see all the full on gore. It's ridiculous. Uh, he goes and rescues Cherry, breaks off a table leg, and shoves it in there, which seems like it would hurt. <laughs> well, no, she already has, oh, she already that has metal. The, yeah, the metal cast. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, still there's nerves. There's still nerves there. <laughs> So then we go where the 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 wife Josh Rowland's wife is escaping. Her son shoots himself, and it's really it should be like the most effed up thing ever. And somehow it works in the context of this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, El Rey. Oh, and then they all hold up at JT's right before the sex scene. Right. And this is what were you gonna say? Oh no, no, I I, I don't know. There's I don't know. there's uh, the moment where Michael Bean is like. 
a uh, gets trying to get a little bit more of his backstory. Can we play clip number four? Are you a wrecker, Ray? <laughs> Nobody. It's the easiest thing to remember. So remember it. <laughs> That's a great line. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, even though the, the, the tone has to be so right with this kind of stuff, they play everything with just the right amount of winking without it being parody. Right. You know, right. where it feels like you could watch this movie in the 70s and people would be taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, because the yeah. worst thing you can do with a movie like this is go too broad yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, we might as well just be watching a Will Ferrell movie. Not that there's anything wrong with a Will Ferrell movie, but Will Ferrell in this movie mm-hmm. would be too much. That, yeah. that kind of over-the-top. Nobody's, like, playing jokes for no. jokes. No. And also, like... The lines uh, are ridiculous. You don't yeah. have to re- deliver them in a ridiculous way. And the other the other side of that is, like, it's not too homage You don't have to actually know, oh, this is from this. And yeah. This is, yeah. I'm nobody. Um, yeah. It's easy. What did you just say? Well, play that again. I like that, Cliff. Please, Steve, sorry. Ben, are you a wrecker? Are you a wrecker, Ray? Are you a wrecker, Ray? <laughs> Nobody. It's the easiest thing to remember. So remember it. <laughs> I think I've said that to... I think I had a customer say that to me at a restaurant when I worked at Tokyo Dells back in the day, yeah. where they're like, my order is the easiest thing to remember, <laughs> so remember it. And I'm like, all right, dude, mm-hmm. chill out. I have like hundreds of people I'm waiting on here. You're not the most important customer in the world. All right, spring rolls. Cool, bro. <laughs> spring rolls. Cool, bro. We don't even sell spring rolls here. That's why I can't remember it. Uh, then there's the awesome missing reel, or there's yeah, uh, they cover so much in the missing reel. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't just like yeah. Uh, also, so I, much. I thought it was so funny. Like when when it came out on Blu-ray and it's the like extended cut. Yeah. Everybody was like, the missing reel is going to be, and it's like, no, it's not. It's not in there. It's not going, like, it's not going to suddenly, like, have a gratuitous sex scene in it. No, it's just more, in fact, I've never seen the extended, have you seen the extended cut? Uh, Yeah. Did you watch it? I watched the extended cut. Oh! uh, Just before this. I didn't see it. I don't know what's extended. This one doesn't have the extended cut. There's, like, 15 minutes of more footage, and a lot of it is more of Josh Brolin and, um... There's a few more just character building. There's not a ton more action, from what I understand. When I uh, when I start talking about a scene that you don't know what you're talking about, perfect. That'll be that'll oh, be when I got oh, that's the oh, that's in the extended yeah. But cut. I think everybody thought oh the missing reel was because they and no that was intentional no. and it's brilliant. It's, uh, yeah, because then you skip all the stuff where we don't need to know how they yeah. all get to JT's. It's so good barbecue. Come joint. back out of it and it's just like, chaos is happening. Just the shot of just fire. <laughs> on so I'm good. Like, and everybody is now together, and the biggest shock of all is that the strip club owner survives the entire film for yeah, me. Yeah, that's the biggest shock all to the me. way to the end. I don't understand. He he uh, he's he somebody's does fine. buddy. Yeah, yeah, he does fine the whole he's, time. Because he in the beginning he's kind of a douche, and he's I obviously he was go. somebody who should be dying yeah. in a movie like he this. He says to a stripper who just cried on stage, a go-go dancer, mm-hmm. "It's go-go, not cry, cry." That's a douche move. Man. That's a that's a eaten by zombies move. Yeah. Yeah. Or sickos. It's, yeah. You'd refer to them as sickos yeah. in this movie, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I think that's sickos. the term I like for that. the zombies. Is that what they say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, there we go. Sickos. See, maybe that was in the extended cow. Maybe. maybe. So then they all... <clears throat> man, there's this awesome sequence where uh, the zombies are overrunning, and Tom Savini gets ripped apart. Yeah. And they, they cut from him in the same shot. You can barely see the. There's like a little blip mm-hmm. where he's sitting there screaming, really the actor, Tom Savini, and then it cuts in a split second and it goes to a doll, uh, like not a doll, a, a life cast of him with, still in that position of screaming and he gets ripped to shreds. Yeah. And it's awesome. And Nicotero, Tom Savini, and, and Robert Kurtzman, who did the Gore on Our movie for mm. Funhouse, they all they do similar things like that where there's a part in our not to just shamelessly yeah, screw it I'm going to shamelessly yeah, promote yeah, our yeah. film one of my favorite kills in the Funhouse Massacre, Massacre is when the uh, Rocco the killer wrestler clown mm. grabs a kid's head and pulls it off and that's actually Robert Kurtzman's son and what they did is they shot it and they had him lift the kid got up on his tippy toes and and then open his mouth to a certain part to match the, the head cast of him and then we cut, and in a different angle, then he, all Rocco had to do is put his hands exactly where it was, because they covered. He covered his eyes in real life when oh, okay. it was really there, okay. so you couldn't tell that 
it was a dummy's eyes, and it looks like he really. I remember seeing it in the, in the theater when it when it was briefly in theaters, and people being like, "Oh, because it looks in a cooler." Movie where they killed one child <laughs> just for an effect. <laughs> because even though you realize it's silly that this head is getting torn off, or it's silly that Tom Savini is getting ripped apart, it's shocking when it happens and it's practical. Yeah. And you're like, "Ah, oh, I kind of buy into that in this world." So, anyways, those guys—that's why they're some of the greats, mm-hmm. and they are the greatest because they do that, and it looks awesome. The jump cuts in this, yeah, uh, like that are that are built into uh, the style of, mm-hmm. of the the film flicker thing. Uh, cover so many good yeah. things you they, it feels like they add more squibs to people by just doing a jump cut and it it's feels so like many they add squibs. so much stuff so much yeah. squibs we uh <laughs> so then they all get out in this caravan to leave and we have clip number six where uh i gotta gotta remember this actress's name uh, she's fantastic and i wish she was in more things who plays josh brolin's wife it's, it's gonna, a it's like Sh- shelton Mar- Mar- marley marley Ma- marley shelton marley shelton yeah, sh- sure she's great she was yeah. in the beginning of rampage the new rampage movie oh, uh, yeah you sure are <laughs> can you play that again i'm carrie you sure are you know, ben, yeah. uh, what Starburst flavor do you think you are? You know, I, I, I Starburst flavor? I'm Cherry. You sure, sure. are. <laughs> I actually think I'm more of a, I don't know what Starburst, I've never been yeah. asked that. I gotta think about it, I gotta think on that. I would say Taste the Rainbow, but I think that's Skittles, or is that Starburst? No, that's Skittles. Ah, alright, mm-hmm. well, I screwed up. Uh, and, then, and then Ray gets on this kid's motorcycle, and it's like a little, the tiniest yeah. motorcycle ever. It comes out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> that's what it does verge into, like, silliness in that one moment. But he still plays it so legit. Yeah. So legit. And he, wheelies. It's so awesome. Yeah. They go back to the base. Tarantino shows up, and in, in typical Tarantino fashion, is a horrible person in, in his cameo. Because anytime Tarantino shows up for a cameo, you know he's going to be an awful, mm-hmm. awful human being in most his own movies and Rodriguez's movies. And he basically is is just uh, uh, raping McRaperson Rapey, in this guy, where yeah. his main goal is like, oh hey, I'm going to do this, and and like you said. Um, Right when it could get yeah gr- gross in the, the the assault way yeah in the assault way it, where you're you're watching it and it's going and going and going and you're like I don't want to see this yeah, I don't want to see this yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm this is not fun this and is then, not cool and then all of a sudden he starts boiling up and he takes his pants off and everything down there is melting you literally see two testicles yeah drip down and, and you're like oh but you, now you're 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 terrified in that other way and i love that they're like uh you're gas man and he's like i'll just have to make this quick it's like i i think i think it's gonna you're gonna die mm-hmm. or, or there's not gonna be anything left to make it quick with buddy but I would have loved it if the dude with the balls just came running in like, Oh, I need oh. you. <laughs> Speaking of, we have another another clip, clip of balls to number seven. They're balls, sweetheart. <laughs> that's, a, that's what you thought, I think, is what mm-hmm. happened in that scene. You're like, oh, don't go down that direction. And then we were like, wait, what's that dripping between his legs? Are those two Subway meatballs from a sandwich? And then I believe I text you. They're balls, sweetheart. And then he went, oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. It's weird that I go, they're balls, sweetheart. Well, you always text. say, and sweetheart, yeah, when, you're, know, when just, you're texting me. It's just, I have pet names for all my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So, uh, oh, my God, there's Wait, so much. You know, uh, what's the shape of your eyes? Are they triangles? Uh, no, I think, uh, I think my eyes are... They're balls, sweetheart. They're Stupid. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Um, I love when JT or when when uh, JT distracts the guards, and sadly he gets shot in the process, and mm-hmm. him and Michael Bean mm-hmm. die and blow up the place. But before that, uh, before their swan song, uh, El Ray has the gun, and he's like, "No, here, I'll give it back oh, to you." Yeah. And then when he flips it around and fires it, it's so badass because he he's holding it, and he's like, "Here, you can have it," and flips it and shoots the guy still. Oh, it's awesome! So good. Uh, we we already talked about Bruce Willis's how he re, he's the one who really killed Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he turns, it happens like Tarantino's balls take a minute to drip off. When Bruce Willis turns, he goes from Willis with a few little 
like marks to full on <laughs> right uh, J- uh, uh what's his uh, why can't i remember um tarantino does puke his guts out into like uh, oh we forgot octopus. about that yeah <laughs> forgot about that yeah it goes I, full on like the thing. It's super yeah. gross. Yeah. And then Bruce Willis turns into what looks like um, why can't I, Michael Rooker's character in the end of Slither? Right. That took him an entire movie to he get to. He looks like a like a Resident Evil boss. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with the big claw thing. Yeah. Where Chris and Claire Redfield are like, "All right, Tyrant, here we go." And then they say, "Thank you for your service." <laughs> Blow them off. <laughs> uh, can we play clip number eight? This is uh, oh, this is before Tarantino bites it. This is mm. just to show you how big of a douchey was being before that. I have seen me some crazy ass shit in my day, um, but I ain't never seen me a one legged stripper. <laughs> and he always delivers stuff that way, and, and on all of his cameos, like I've never seen a one legged stripper. You know, I uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, went skating dipping yeah. the other day. Yeah, and uh, I was the other with, day. The other day. Okay. The other day. Okay. I went skating dipping, and I was with a bunch of pirates. Oh! <laughs> and as we were getting ready to go in, I said, "I have seen me some crazy ass shit in my day, but I ain't never seen me a one legged stripper." <laughs> we forgot that finally. Worst. We forgot that finally Josh Brolin's wife, Marley Shelton, I believe, yeah. she oh, regains Marley strength Shelton. in her in her hands and fires the needle into Tarantino's eye, and that's yeah. what makes him bulge up and then he vomits out his own guts. Uh we gotta get to we only have a minute and a half left. Oh the piece de resistance of this movie, the mm-hmm. the, the, the the machine gun leg. Right. Where she get where El Rey puts the machine gun on her leg. And then she goes in and just starts full-on Chuck Norris roundhouse kicking oh, yeah. bullets at all the zombies. She uses the grenade launcher to launch over a wall. She's just like angel of death <laughs> so, over the wall. Yeah. And then we find out that Avi is working on a cure, the biochemical engineer who likes right. balls. And he turns around the corner and his head gets blown up and it splits in half. And we have clip number nine. I suppose there are any other biochemical engineers around? <laughs> So good. It's like a comedian doing crowd work. <laughs> well, because yeah. she says that, and she always wanted to be a stand-up. So yeah. that was her best joke. That's her best. She's joke. working on it. That wasn't a, 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 a fake B story. She actually wants to be a stand-up, and she succeeds. Oh man, Josh Brolin comes back, and then uh, his father-in-law shows up and kills him, and then they all fly off, and the helicopter chops up a bunch of the yeah. sickos, and then they end up with her as their savior, with now a Gatling gun mm-hmm. on her leg, and. It's awesome. Basically, the third act, this entire movie is mayhem and madness in the best way. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing watching this? Go watch it now. Mm-hmm. We do have to wrap up because that's all the time we have in the studio today. But until next time, Dave, where can they find you? At Best Dave Kane. And, and where can they find your show again? Junkyard. Uh, uh, junk junk drawer, drawer. Magical Adventures. <laughs> the worst. Junk drawer, magical Universal Adventures. Kids. Yes. 4 o'clock on Sundays. It's for your kids 6 to 11 and the kid at heart. And the kid at heart. Yeah. yeah. Watch some spooky Halloween like fun. Some spooky weirdness. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being on here, man. We appreciate you My stopping pleasure. by, as My always. Yeah. And uh, until next time, I'm at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. And also, if you're at LA Comic Con at the end of the month on uh, Saturday, October 27th at 1 p.m., we're screening LA, uh, we're screening Funhouse Massacre to all LA Comic Con attendees. So come check it out. We'll be there. We'll be giving out posters, all kinds of fun stuff. Until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure from producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire Popcorn Talk Network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals 